0: Love Talk Radio
1: Join the conversation on the Ask Sharifa AMA Ask Me Anything, where Sharifa Hardy and expert guests answer your questions. Press 1 to join the conversation, where we discuss your favorite topics from love, family, politics, career, business, intuition, spirituality, and more. To be a guest on the Ask Sharifa AMA or for advertising opportunities, visit our website at AskSharifa.com. And now your host, Sharifa Hardy. Good morning, good morning, good morning, and thank you for joining us on another episode of Ask Sharifa AMA. We have the best guests and the best shows. Make sure you tune in weekdays at 8 a.m. Pacific Standard Time to Ask Sharifa AMA. Ask me anything. Ask me, ask my guests, your difficult questions, your hard questions, your easy questions. Whatever questions you have, feel free to ask me, ask my guests, ask us anything before we get started with today's show and today's guest we're going to invite you to do what we always invite you to do and that's to share the show post it tweet it text it put it on your linkedin share it with a friend go over next door to your neighbor's house and let them know asharifa ama is live on the air because you don't want to miss out on this episode or any episode if you are listening to the show on the computer that's fine but if you like to join the conversation please feel free to give us a call at 563-999-3603. Again, that number is 563-999-3603. And if you're listening to this show live, on the air, on the phone, and you just want to listen, that's fine. But to join the conversation with your question or your comment, please press 1. Okay, since you've taken the time to post it, share it, Make sure everybody knows we're on. We're going to bring in today's guest who's going to provide us with a lot of information. A lot, a lot, a lot. And she's going to answer the question as to what a holistic health coach. We have the honor and the privilege of having this is Sandy Chasteen in the studio today. Good morning, Sandy. How are you?
2: Good morning. I'm fabulous. Thanks for having me yes, on you today. Are. I'm so excited.
1: Yes, you are. Yes, you are. You're welcome. Thank you for joining us. I know the topic that you're discussing, so many people have questions on. So we wanted to allow you the opportunity to answer any of those questions. So, Sandy, what is a holistic health coach?
2: Great. So a holistic health coach is somebody that's going to um, look at a, a person's Health, but through a lens of body, mind, and spirit. So most of us go through some sort of training program where we learn the basics of you know a nutritional foundation, how to eat real food, um, uh, how to use your body. There's lots of different ways to use your body, but what's right for you? And then in the mind, what are the thought patterns that are creating your reality? What are your beliefs? What are your, um, you know, how did you grow up? How were you raised? How is that impacting your decisions and what you're doing for your for your health and well being today? And then spirit. What is your spiritual grounding? It can be anything, it's not a specific thing, but are you connected to the spiritual world? So the basic concept is we're spiritual beings in a physical reality, you know, so we're physical beings, and how can we maximize our time here and be the best um, expression of ourselves as we possibly can? That's really the objective.
1: Okay, and how did you come about that? How did you how did you get here? How did you learn about it?
2: You know, it's pretty funny. Um, I was uh, I graduated with a degree in psychology, and ninety two, so it was a recession. There weren't many jobs. I wasn't real keen on going to grad school, so I went into the military, and I was a career Air Force officer. So I did that. Oh wow! I didn't know that. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I was a major in the Air Force, was globally, you know, stationed and deployed. I can't even imagine always- that. I know. Standing with <laughs> a gun.
1: <laughs>
2: just imagine me as a 22 year old with a loaded nine mil in Korea. Okay, just I'll give you right. that visual. Right. Yeah. Um, so I actually loved being in the military. I loved interacting with so many different people. And it was a whole segment of society I wasn't aware of. So I loved being in the military. I loved it. Um, but I, uh I left the military when I started having kids. You know, it's it's one thing when dad deploys, mom can usually hold it together. But when mom deploys, it's a little different ballgame. And my husband, you know, he was trying to get to grad school and had kids at home. And I said, you know what, let me let me pack this up. So I left the military and went into the corporate world like many military officers do. I was a pharmaceutical sales rep, if you can believe that. So I sold wow. antibiotics, pain meds and overactive bladder medications. So um, in the military, we do what we're told. We have a mission. We go achieve it. So sales is a really great place for us to transition to. We do what we're told. Here's what you do. Go do X, Y, and Z. So I actually did really well. Um, But, um, you know, we're always challenging ourselves to think about how we do our job. And I remember one day my district manager said, you know, when you have pushback from, you know, a physician on on what we're trying to sell, always think of what the opposite is. So do your research on what the opposite is is of what you're trying to achieve so you can be ready for the questions. And so my main product was an antibiotic of fluoroquinolone. And so I said, well, what's, I typed in the computer, what's the opposite of antibiotics? And of course, probiotics popped up. Well, I didn't know anything about health. <laughs> so once probiotics, Popped up, and how you know the body is so depleted by the use of antibiotics, and why we need probiotics and the whole biome of the human system. I literally sat in my chair and I started to cry. I was like, Oh my god, what am I doing to people? This is horrible. And it was like I had this realization that 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 is not what I wanted to do to, you know, quote, help people. I was like, Oh my gosh, I was horrified. And then I started researching, you know, the negative effects. Of pharmaceuticals, and it just it just opened my eyes, and I was like, Oh my goodness! And in the meantime, I have a funny story about my daughter. Do we have time? Can I tell it? We we have all the um, time in the world for you, said We have all day. <laughs> so while I was going through this kind of existential crisis, I was giving my daughter a bath, and at that point, she was about four years old. And I, I work for Johnson and Johnson. I hope I don't get sued. But anyway, so I was washing her hair with the No More Tears shampoo, right? And she looked at me and she said, "Mama, can we please use a different shampoo? This one really hurts my eyes, right?" And oh, I was wow. like, "Oh, I was like, oh, um, wow, that's weird." I'm like, "This shampoo is like, you know, it's supposed to be really good for you." I'm like, "Okay, sweetie." And she looked at me and, and she just let out this really deep sigh for a tiny little four year old. And she was like, oh. "She's like, it was so much easier when I was the mom and you were the kid."
1: <laughs> oh wow wow and I was like
2: excuse me what are you talking about and she's like well you know last time when we were here and we lived in India and I was the mom and you were the kid and I had like eight kids and so daddy was one of my kids and you were one of my kids she's like it was just easier you know she's like this time now that I'm the kid and you're the mom it's like it's, it's just a lot harder staring at her like what are you talking about you know and she said well you know and she's like how do you not remember that and I was like, I don't, I don't even know what you're talking about. i would never been <laughs> exposed to any of these ideas at all, you right. know, whatsoever. And, um, and I said, why would we do that? And she said, well, she's like, we're all in this soul group. And we all have different lessons to learn. So we come onto the earth, and we're going to learn our lessons. And so, you know, one time I might do this so that you can learn this lesson, and then, you know, when we all die, we go back, and we basically talk about it, and we figure out what went well and what didn't, and then we plan to come down again, so she's like, this time, you know, you're you're my mom, and, you know, I'm the kid, and so you're going to teach me lessons, and I just, you know, stared at her, like, trying to process all this, I said, well, what am I supposed to do in this lifetime, if, if you know what we're supposed to do, and she said, mommy, you're supposed to be a healer, she's like, you need to quit your job and you're going to heal people, and I was like, well, how how am I supposed to do that, and she said, well, you're going to heal people with your words, she's like, "You're," and I was like, okay, how am I going to do that, (laughs) I'm just looking at this little child, and she's like, she's like, you're going to help people get over the fear, and learn how to love, she said, energy comes through our bodies, from the top of our head, and it flows through our, through our body, and if you are in, You know, if you have loving feelings and you're very peaceful, then the energy flows through your body. But if you have any fear or anger, then that energy gets stuck and it basically goes sideways. So you're going to help people learn where their body hurts and what's going wrong with the body. And then you're going to help them get over the fear and learn how to love so that that pain can go away. And that's how you're going to help people. And so I just stared at this kid. (laughs) Like, I have no idea what you're talking about. I had never been exposed to any of those concepts before. You know, here I am a drug rep, right? I used to be a military commander. And I just stared at her and I just tried to process it. And I said, well, you know, what are you going to do? Maybe that's what I'm going to do, but how am I going to help you? And she said, I'm going to be a famous writer. Your job is to help me become a writer. And I was like, oh, okay. Like that almost seems easier, right? Well, (laughs) here we are. So she was four then. Now she's, 19 she'll turn 20 in another month so as fate would have it you know the big journey continues she ended up going to a um a performing arts school uh here in um, orange county california in the creative writing conservatory right and she's Mm -hmm. off at university of iowa the number one creative writing school just killing it and every teacher that she's ever had i mean i homeschooled her i did all this other stuff totally supported her whole journey because i knew you know, from what she said that day, that was my, my mission, you know, so we homeschooled, Mm -hmm. we did all these creative writing classes, we did every workshop, you know, as PTA president, so I could support her and bring literary stuff and art stuff, and now she's at University of Iowa, 4.2, about to go to Oxford, and every teacher along the way has looked at me in the eyes and said, your daughter is going to be a famous writer, (laughs) she's so brilliant and talented, I was like, I know, (laughs) she told me when she was (laughs) four, (laughs) but in the meantime, Time. Um, you know, my whole journey was launched on that day. So the words that she, you know, told me, I, I had a really hard time processing because that is not what I was indoctrinated with at all growing mm-hmm. up. And so that began my journey. Well, if you've ever read any books from Louise Hay, she's mm-hmm. kind of my icon in all of this. Because once I picked up a book um, from Louise Hay where she broke down the metaphysics of our emotions and and exactly what my daughter explained at the age of four. And of course, my daughter did not read that book. <laughs> she just, <laughs> you know, shared with me her innate wisdom. Um, but when mm-hmm. I picked up that book, it all made sense. I was like, "All right, mm-hmm. here's what we're doing." And and that's kind of that, that's a tool I use every single day with every single client. Um, I did quit the pharmaceutical world, and I went into a holistic health coaching program called Institute for Integrative Nutrition. It's located in. Uh, New York City. At that time, I was living in Oklahoma, and, and, and it was a in-residence program. We would literally fly from wherever around the globe, so once a month, we would go for a Friday night, like, uh, joint cooking class, if you will, and then Saturday and Sunday was lecture format, and so I would go every month from Oklahoma to New York City, and get my three days in, and then I would come back, employ all the principals, and, you know, keep working towards my certification, and it took about a year, but, um, you know, you start working with clients right away, and it's just, it was just fascinating to watch it all unfold, and so that's exactly what I did. I started helping people with the tools, you know, I picked up from the school, but the whole goal is understanding where we're in fear and releasing that fear, that emotion to get back into balance, to get back into the state of love, which when we you know talk about frequencies, that type of thing, it's, a, it's simply a higher frequency. Um, but it's amazing when we really get into it. It sounds so simple that even a four-year-old could explain it, but we want to get out of fear and into the state of love. So, yeah, that's what I do. <laughs> wow.
1: No, I love it. I'm like blown away. Okay, I think I figured out around yeah, around I was in the military cuz I'm still trying to put like, for my listeners who don't know you. You know what I mean? You yeah. you're like this ball of energy. This you like you have so much energy and you're so happy and you're so upbeat and it's like, okay, now you have a gun. Like I'm just trying to process <laughs> this whole, you know, this whole life I need nothing about. I feel so deceived. No. Yeah. But <laughs> but my next question I have is, okay, when is your daughter available for consultation? I need to talk to her. Like, I need her to go back to that four-year-old mind at that time and tap into some information for Sharifa. That's that's what I need. Like, why am I here?
2: She's amazing. She, she, you know, she kept her intuitive abilities intact until she was about 11 or 12. And then what happens to most kids? You know, it's kind of like those blinders come on. But she still... You know, she actually could do a lot of different things and I think mm-hmm. it's gonna come out in her writing. You know, I think mm-hmm. I think she will be like a JK Rowling. I think she's gonna bring this metaphysical world into mainstream via mm-hmm. you know, sci fi novels or something like that. So I just keep fanning the flame. I'm like, you know, Alex, if you simply write our family's life story, you've got a blockbuster. Mm-hmm. You know, I haven't even Right you know, that's just the tip of the iceberg. You have no idea. But
1: um that's what we want to yeah. learn about. We want to learn about all the other details. So my next yeah. question is you had this experience with your daughter, but what was the time frame in which you stepped into being that person? You know, you were working, you were um doing sales, did you stop immediately? Was there a transition period? How did you move forward? Yeah,
2: so I I, I stopped cold turkey with the pharmaceutical sales. I just, I couldn't do it. I was throwing up every morning. I realized it was no longer in alignment. And, you know, I think a lot of people face that in the corporate world. You're just like, I can't do this another day. And I was lucky. My my husband was in um, grad school at the point, Mm -hmm. at that point, working on a PhD. So we literally sold our house, sold everything, and moved right near campus and rode bikes and had beat up cars. We did that whole thing, (laughs) rolling quarters for rent. And we were very poor (laughs) for a while. And... Um, my husband and I had clients, but, you know, it takes a while to get your coaching business going. So I had some clients on the side. I was homeschooling. My daughter had another kid. So I was moming it, you know, with, and both of my kids were very intuitive. So they, it was kind of like um, the Incredibles. Wow. Everybody had their own ability. And I was just like that mom, just trying to keep it all together and just let's act like we're normal. All right, kids just go out there and be normal. (laughs) And it'll all be okay, and, and um, don't
1: scare the neighbors. <laughs>
2: don't scare the neighbors. And so, my husband wrapped up his um, PhD. Got a he has a great corporate job, and so he can pay the bills. And so I can kind of do this on the side, and I just kind of juggle everything. And so I make enough to like, if it was just my paycheck, I might be living under a bridge. But <laughs> 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 we all work together. Um, the The real transition point for me, uh, we lived super healthy. We did all the you know, nutritional stuff, super clean diet, um, meditating, all that kind of stuff. But it it was interesting when we moved from Oklahoma to Washington, my husband said, okay, I'm getting this big job. And I just have one request. Can we just be like normal people? Right. Um, (laughs) And he's like, can we just eat normal food? Can we just go out to dinner with other people and just eat normal food and not be like, I need this on the side and I can only eat this. And is it organic? Is it free range? And I looked at him, I said, well, okay, you know, and so we did, and I kind of had a bee in my bonnet about it, and so I was like, Mm -hmm. you know what, eat whatever you want, do whatever you want, go back to that lifestyle, I'm like, I'm trying to create this path for us, but you do whatever you want, well, um, there was a lot of life thrown at us, my husband has some issues with anxiety, and the kids had issues, everybody had issues, and in the course of four or five years, all of a sudden, my health started breaking down I was no longer in alignment I was you know experiencing a lot of phenomena that I wasn't familiar with and I didn't know what to do my um my it all started like I had strep throat that didn't go away then I had bronchitis that didn't go away then I had pneumonia that didn't go away then I had an ovarian cyst so I doubled over in pain and I finally went to the doctor and they're like your blood work is really really messed up we want to send you for some testing for, you know, down in the oncology thing. And as soon as I heard oncology, I was like, Hmm, no, thank you. (laughs) You know, I know what to do. And so I literally pulled all my books off the shelf again. I'm like, all right, I know what to do. Let's do this. And I, I, I collected a whole group of healers in Bellingham, Washington. And so I got some energy healers online. I got a medical intuitive online. I got the nutrition squared away. I did acupuncture. I did raw thing. You know, I I created this whole community to support me. I was like, I need to get back into this world. And so that's what I created. And as I started going to these different practitioners, of course, they can see, you know, what's going on, on a soul level, on a, on an etheric level. And, um, after the third person, uh, basically did their assessment on me and they're like, we are very sorry to inform you, but you're brewing pancreatic cancer. And if you don't get a handle on this, you're going to be gone in 90 to 120 days. So that's pretty jarring to hear in and of itself. Right. But the the tricky part is my uncle and my grandfather both died of pancreatic cancer. So as soon as they said yeah. pancreatic cancer, I was like oh crap you know and my family says oh no it was liver it was stomach it was you know whatever but every like intuitive every spiritual person says it looked like liver it looked like stomach but it was really the pancreas and so then i was introduced to the whole concept of like ancestral lines and how the emotions get trapped in our physical body and if you don't clear it it literally gets passed down to the next generation they talk about this in the bible Um, The sins of the father, you know, are carried down to the, you know, sons and daughters, something along those lines. So I I kind of get it. The sins of the
1: father are revisited upon the son.
2: There you go. It's that one. And so every healer got into almost like a crisis mode. And of course, what happened? My grandfather would appear to them. My uncle would appear to them. (laughs) My grandmother, who also died of cancer, would always appear. So every time I'd go to meet these healers, boom, I've got my whole support team right there. And I can't see them, but these other healers could. And so I went on a very intense, immersive healing journey, just boom. Because I was 40 and my uncle and my grandfather, they were both 37 when they died. And so one healer even looked at me and she said, you were supposed to have this journey at 37, the same as them, you're three years behind. And I kind of chuckled because I had had some other life issues that occurred and I just prayed to God, I'm like just get me through this and I will tackle whatever, you know, just get me through this hurdle. And so I did, I got through that hurdle and then bam, I got this. Right. (laughs) So, so I went on this huge journey. Obviously, I made it. I'm still here talking to you today. But um, it took me about six years to really clear the the energy system of the pancreatic cancer that was passed down to me. But, um, you know, it could be as simple as somebody would do a massage or an acupressure, something. And, and every healer would, like, you know, step back and throw their hands up. And they're like, oh, my gosh are you aware that you have pancreatic cancer? I'm like, yes, (laughs) thank you very much. (laughs) Thank (laughs) you so much for that. And the tricky part was they could see it on the etheric level, but it had not yet fully manifested on the physical level. So I went on the Western side and I had CAT scans and that type of thing. And they're like, it's weird. Your blood work is horrible. (laughs) You know, you have the blood work of somebody with cancer, but we don't physically see anything on the on the reports. And so the theory is it was like stage zero or stage one pancreatic cancer. And it wasn't like fully manifested. Um, so it just it made be really hard because now I'm the crazy lady and nobody believes me, right? Because <laughs> I don't have the diagnosis. I don't have the lab work, but I have a body that's crumpled up and I'm in extreme pain. And um, like when you look at all the, like the symptoms of pancreatic cancer, man, I had them all I had every one of them. You know, I was uh, I was on this, you know, massive nutritional plan, but I was dropping weight like crazy. Um, my whole body felt like it was on fire. Everywhere you have lymph, um, you know, your arms, like under your arms, um, my stomach, oh, my gosh, hurt so bad, my back. I was just on fire. So literally every other day I would go to some sort of treatment, whether it was a spiritual surgery with a medical intuitive or um, colon cleansing or acupuncture, or raw thing, whatever, and I really, um, it was uh, challenging for this group of holistic healers, because it kind of stretched each of them to their kind of outer limits, and a lot of them, they had fear themselves, because they're like, oh my gosh, I don't know if I can help you or not, you know, I was, just, it was kind of on the precipice, but obviously I got through it, but um, but it took an entire team. It wasn't just me. It wasn't just, oh, let me say this prayer. Oh, let me have this, you know, bundle of apricot seeds. Let me go to this one healer that's going to wave their magic wand. It took an entire village to get me through that whole thing. But wait, there's more. Because when I was really (laughs) sick, what do you think happened? My husband, we lived in Washington and he was freaked out. Oh my gosh, is my wife gonna die? What's happening? Why doesn't she have a diagnosis? Is she crazy? What's going on? What do I do? <laughs> you know. So his solution was take a corporate relocation, move us all from Washington down to Southern California where the corporate headquarters is. So he's like, Okay, something happens to my wife, I need to relocate you know, where the home base is and where my, he has a sister that lives around. He's like, I need to relocate where I'm near family if, if Sandy does kick the bucket here. And so, you know, he didn't know what to do. He's like, do you need to go to a spa? I'm like, dude, this is way beyond a spa day, but <laughs> <laughs> You know, so we packed up our stuff and we moved like, and first it was, hey, let's move at the end of summer. And then it was, hey, let's move at Christmas time. And then one day in the middle of September, my husband looked at me, and he had this extreme sense of urgency. And he said, you know what? I just feel like we need to move right now. And so we started packing, and we moved like mid-October. So here's the interesting thing. While we're packing, he says, you know what? I have this canker sore in my mouth, and it really hurts. And I'm like, oh. And so we're pretty sidetracked with my healing. And I'm like, oh, well, honey, here, do this. This, this, and this holistic thing and, you know, whatever, you'll be fine. Just give it a couple of days. And then a week later, wow, this canker sore is still here and it really hurts. I'm like, well, go to your doctor, right? And so he tries to schedule an appointment with the doctor and they want to send him to a specialist that's three hours away. But here we are in the middle of moving, right? So he's like, oh, I'll just do it when we get down to California. In the span of three weeks, this canker sore that he had um, on the side of his tongue, it had actually... Um it, it was, of course, a tumor, right? And it was it, it grew to be the size of a quarter in about oh, wow. four weeks in the span that it took for him to say, we need to move, like right now, and we need to go to California. So I remember it took us three or four days to drive down because I could only drive four or five hours a day before I would just collapse. Like it was all I could do to just, you know, drive little increments at a time. And so we literally pulled into our hotel in Newport Beach, flipped open the laptop. And I was like, honey, that is not a canker sore. That is a tumor. What are you doing? And he's like, well, I was so worried about you. I didn't, you know, I I just, I didn't want you to worry about me. You know, he pulls his tongue out and there's this thing the size of a quarter. I'm like, dude, no. And so we get him to um, an ENT the next day, you know, and the ENT is just shaking his head like, what the heck? You know, and he biopsied it. And within three or four days, my husband had the full-up diagnosis of stage three cancer. So here we are. We've moved down to California, and I was saying things like, Oh, here's this alternative clinic here. I'd really like to go there. Oh, down in Southern California, there's so many more healers. This will be fabulous. And, you know, so it was all about my journey. But the reality was um, my situation was kind of um, not fully resolved, but it was in a holding pattern. So every healer was like, All right we've patched you up the best we can. You need to get down to Southern California and find as many, you know, healers reassemble a brand new team as quickly as you can. I was like, okay. So that's what I was working on. But the reality was, you know, my husband had a much more dire situation on our hands. And so I, you know, he went, to the western and of course they said we can do chemo we can do radiation you should get fitted with the dentures because when you do radiation all your teeth are going to fall out and you're going to have this permanent stripe on the side of your face from the radiation but it's okay you're going to be you're going to be alive won't that be great you know and you're going to do chemo (laughs) for the next six months and it's fine you know you'll be really weak and you'll lose a lot of weight but you'll survive won't that be great right and he was just terrified and so he, he looked at me and I said, are you ready to try some holistic things now? I know you think I'm a crazy loon bird, but how about if we give it a whirl? And so he did. And so he did all the things I had been doing. So the energy healing, the working with the medical intuitives, the nutrition. So I had, you know, splats of kale on our back porch. And I would literally just take the kale, strip the leaves, you know, organic kale, throw it in my Vitamix, mix it up. And that that guy did straight kale shots every three hours. We are doing kale shots, wheatgrass. I was doing energy healing on him every few hours. We had affirmations posted all over the house. I got him plugged in to a local alternative healing clinic where they did um, hyperbaric chamber, acupuncture, infrared, uh, ionic foot baths. Uh, emotional coaching, I had two different medical intuitives working on him throughout the day, throughout the evenings, you know, face this direction, so the meridians line up, all that kind of stuff, and here's what happened. In three and a half weeks, we shrunk his tumor from this, he actually got scheduled for surgery, so we had a surgery date, so we had three and a half weeks, we actually shrunk the tumor from the size of a quarter, which was stage three, almost stage four, to less than the size of a dime, And so uh, the surgeon himself was like, who measured this tumor? This isn't even stage two. What is going on here? You know, and so I was like, you son of a gun, you measured it, you know, but Western (laughs) meds, they can't even wrap their heads around what we're doing on the other side. Right. So my husband went in to have his surgery and they said, okay, now that it's less than the size of a dime, you know, they were going to like take thigh tissue and replace it it was on his tongue and this whole complicated thing all this drama and he's like oh it's just the size of a dime so we can just you know just excise that out well you go in there and as soon as you start cutting who knows when they're going to stop cutting you have to get those clear margins right well I already had a heads up because the medical intuitives were like look Sandy they're going to have to get clear margins it's going to be intense you just have to go with it and so they went in there promised them they would only take out the dime size but in reality they had to get those clear margins so they kept cutting kept cutting kept cutting and so you know if you look at an image of a tongue they actually took out the back right half of his tongue oh wow and so you know when they came out it's never good when the surgeon pulls you into the little room you know and shuts the door you're like oh crap and he looked at me and he looked into my eyes and he's like I don't know what you did for your husband. And I don't want to know, but whatever you did, you need to know that you saved your husband's tongue. He's like, I measured that tumor three and a half weeks ago. I know the size of it. And yesterday when we measured it again, it was dramatically reduced. He's like, I've never seen that in 30 years of being a surgeon. He's like, so I don't know what you did. I don't want to know. He's like, but you need to know you saved your husband's tongue when I'm usually presented with a tumor he's and he's like, we had to get clear margins, so you know he drew me a diagram, and I'm just trying to keep it together He's like, I had to take out the back right half of your husband's tongue he'll be okay he won't be able to talk for many months he won't be able to eat <laughs> you know <clears throat> you know all these horrible things, and he's like, but the good news is he's still alive, and he's like if he if I did this surgery three and a half weeks ago and You know, it had the radiating tendrils the way we thought. He's like, I would have taken off the entire tongue. I would have removed it at the base and he would be mute on a feeding tube for the rest of his life. So he's like, your husband owes you big. He's like, but he's like, whatever you did, he's like, I can't do it, but you should probably go out and do that for other people. So Ah! it's like, hmm, (laughs) okay. You know, and at this point I'd been on my own journey, right? Just trying to keep Mm -hmm. everything together and act like normal people. Um, but after that, that was pretty life changing, right? So I go into the recovery room, and my husband's got his little whiteboard, and he's like, you know, I love you, thank you, Aww. and he's and and you know we're bawling our eyes out. He can't talk; his mouth's stuffed with cotton, and uh, he's like, will you please go work with clients again? And I was like, okay. Aww all right, I can do this, but you know, it's scary working with cancer patients because everybody's across the board and told, you know, everybody's on a different level from a consciousness perspective and it's never one thing you have to do this whole combination of things and figure out how, how do you get this person back in balance? You know? So the good news is, um, in that three and a half weeks, I was like, you have to get oxygen into your lungs. You've got to breathe. And he never exercised. You know, he was a corporate workaholic. <clears throat> I was like, go to a freaking yoga class and learn how to breathe. Well, now I'm a yoga widow because that guy is totally <laughs> into yoga. He goes five or six times a week. He was up this morning at 5.30 for the 6.30 class. Loves it. And that's his thing. That's what helps him keep his stress in check. He gets that breath work, and he's, you know, supported in that environment. And so that's a good news story. So here he is six years later, totally healthy. You know, the surgeon is astounded. Now my husband is fit as a fiddle, the picture of health. It's like this big anomaly. Um, and you know, there was more to the journey. I had to fight head to head with the surgeon because they were demanding that he do, you know, chemo and radiation after the surgery, just to be safe, you know, and we had to go head to head. I'm like, there is no reason He needs to do the radiation or the chemo. He is, you know, you got it all. You got your clean margins. It's totally fine. And it's always the, you know, well, if it's in the lymph, then we have to take out the lymph. And as it was, I didn't even realize they did the whole incision across the neck and removed 63 lymph nodes. I was furious at that. So it looked like, you know, Frankenstein with this big thing. And it's healed up. You can't tell. When you meet my husband, you'll be like, let me see that scar. You You can't even tell. But um, I worked with all these energy healers, and they, you know, focused their work on those lymph nodes to keep them clear. So I said, you do a biopsy, and if it's clear, then no chemo, no radiation. If there's something in there, then I yield. But I, like, had to go head-to-head with the surgeon. And he was like, you know, top surgeon of whatever. Hey, there's my husband right now walking in from yoga class. Hey, (laughs) honey. Just bragging about is you so I'm on a radio show, <laughs> so I'll go downstairs, okay. <laughs> say hi everybody. Which <laughs> was like, oh great! Anyway. Wow,
1: wow, wow! That, that is, is such an incredible, incredible, incredible yeah, story. We have stuff. so
2: yeah. it was perfect. Yeah. It was
1: right on time. We can not get them to speak yeah, to us, was, but hey, you know those those are those moments. Is.
2: When you're so what we're going to bottom line. Oh, let me just say this: the so bottom line mm-hmm. is, lymph nodes were totally clear because of the energy mm-hmm. work that these people did. Mm-hmm. So we had no chemo, no radiation, total success story. So anyway, that's that. So here I am. That, so I've recreated this whole community, and that's why I'm so passionate about all these different modalities. How was that? And
1: I love your passion. I lo- it was beautiful. I love your passion. We're gonna, we have so, I have so many more questions for you. We are going to stop for a brief commercial break, and then we're also going to take a question or a comment, from one of our listeners, so we're going to be right back.
0: When you need an expert plumber, you need JordansRooter.com. Get free estimates, 24-hour service, special discounts for seniors and veterans. That's JordansRooter.com. Have a home repair or some remodeling you need done? No problem. We can handle all that, too. Give us a call today at 800-300-0358. At JordansRooter, we take pride in our work and always make sure to get the job done right the first time. That's JordansRooter.com. We want to be your Your Mr. Fixit.
2: Are you dealing with a health issue and looking for natural solutions, but honestly aren't sure where to start? I can help. My name is Sandy Chasteen and I'm a holistic health coach. I use a combination of lifestyle transformation tools, including nutrition coaching, the use of essential oils, and basic metaphysical energy healing techniques to help clients discover the connection between their emotional and physical health and take action to heal and get back into balance. I love collaborating with other holistic practitioners to support my clients and lead a variety of events and classes across Orange County, California. Not local? That's okay. I'm available via Zoom and just a click away. Find me at www.sandychastine.com or give me a call at 949-439-7759. I can help you get started. So give me a buzz and let's get you on the road to wellness.
0: Do you have questions regarding your business, marketing, career, finances, or love? Then there's just one place to go. AskSharifa.com. Her workshops and readings get you the help and understanding you need. Sharifa Hardy has the power and insight to unlock all of your problems with amazing results that are unmatched by others. Visit AskSharifa.com today. With over 20 years of experience working with clients in the areas of business and spirituality, she understands your needs. Her compassion is second to none. Schedule your private reading right now. Stop worrying about what your future holds. Get the answers you need today. That's AskSharifa.com. Will you fall in love? Is your career the correct choice? Are your finances in order? Get all the answers now. Give us a call right now at 562-822-0965. Or visit us on our website at Ask com. that's Ask, S-H-A-R-I-F-A-H.com.
1: If you are just now tuning in to this episode of Ask Sharifa AMA, you have missed out on an amazing story. Amazing story. Amazing, amazing, amazing. So you definitely want to listen to this show from the beginning, from the top of the show, in the archives. We are speaking with Sandy Chastain about what is a holistic health coach. And she's been sharing her journey with us. We have so much more to share, but before we continue with Sandy Chastain, we're going to take a question or a comment from one of our callers. Scott, where are you on the line with Sandy?
3: Yeah. Hi, Sandy and Sharifa. Hi. Hey, Scott. Hey, so I had just a comment. You know, when you listen to Sandy like you do, she is so chock full of information. I mean, just dense with wisdom and and for the beginner, they're probably pressing pause here and there just to absorb all the information she has. So that's like advanced stuff. But as you can tell, and I just wanted to point out, she's super important to the holistic community, particularly in Southern California and, and across the country in different areas because of her passion, which you can tell, she has a lot of for holistic healing because it's affected her, her husband, her family. And she's very good at, at spreading this information and sharing it with other people and, and getting it out there through uh, doTERRA oils, essential oils and um, other modalities that she's a part of or, or connected with or collaborating with other holistic healers. And she's just a force in, in Southern California, particularly for getting this information out and spreading it person to person, group to group. And I think she's a superhero.
2: So, oh, so much love. Thank you, friend. <laughs> You're welcome. That.
1: That's what Thank I wanted you, to say. Scott. That's what I wanted to share. Thank you. you thank no question.
2: It's a big love fest. Well, thank you, Scott. I appreciate it. Yes,
1: <laughs> ask her anything, Scott. You have a question, ask it. Get that deep yearning question you're you're longing to ask out.
3: Okay, let's see. <clears throat> well, you know, and I know everyone hits you up with the with, you know, well, I have this particular thing, Fanny. What what oil is that good for? But um what do you I'll ask you this, what are you hearing most of these days? Um, uh, whether it's with the flu or what do you hear most of as far as what, what are people asking you for? What oils are you recommending that, that you've seen a lot of effectiveness with? That's my question. Excellent
2: Ooh, question. Okay. Uh, well, right now we're all getting hit with this crud, this flu, this cold, whatever you want to call it. And a lot of people that are generally healthy are getting hit hard. And so the question I'm getting now, right now is why? Why am I sick? I'm really healthy. What's going on? what oils do I need? You know? And so we didn't even talk about the essential oils. So thanks for bringing that in. I love partnering with doTERRA. It's a holistic health coach's dream. Cause I have all the tools at my disposal, but um, I look at everything from, you know, body, mind, spirit, what's going on? Why is the body um, becoming susceptible to this virus that's going around the country, well, the world um, with such ferocity. Um, and so we want to look at, you know, how do, we, how do we strengthen and support the immune system? How do we remain in balance? Um, is it a signal that we're all, you know, running way too hard in a lot of different directions? And w- one interesting thing that uh, an energy healer shared with me many, many years ago was when we look at the difference between a virus and a bacterial infection, uh, Bacteria is a pathogen. Um, I used to sell antibiotics, so I can talk about that all day long. Um, Viruses, uh, they go inside the cell, and they can't survive unless they are, you know, consuming the contents of the cell. And that's why antibiotics don't work within the cell, and that's kind of the magic of the essential oils because they go in there. But what's interesting is when you really Google what a virus is, it's a packet of information. So just like we look in the computer industry, right, when your computer gets a virus, it's a it's a it's an attack on the system and it impacts the, uh, the, the operations of the computer. Well, if you have your firewalls up, if you have your uh, virus protection, if you have all that stuff in place, you're not going to get hit with the virus. But if you don't, it's going to go in there and it's going to wreak havoc on your whole system. And I kind of think that's what's going on in our bodies. If we're not well rested. If we're not doing the self care that we need to be a human being on the planet right now, if we don't, if we're not taking in the right nutrition, if we're not uh, boosting what our body should do naturally with proper things, I think it's just it's been a really toxic, tough environment for everybody. And I feel like this 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 latest round of viruses is kicking us hard, almost to to give us a message saying, "Hey, you got to slow down." and you got to take care of yourself. And what's interesting is when people do get knocked down and you're in the bed for a couple of days, what happens? People have these spiritual insights. They feel the urge to journal. They feel the urge to pick up the phone and call somebody they haven't talked to in a while. And so the virus actually serves a purpose. Um, So that's just kind of a different spin on things that might have some people scratching their heads. But um, I think it's interesting. In terms of oils, what oils do we recommend? Well, when we look at the oils, they're going to serve us on a physical level. I think people are pretty savvy on that. But they're also going to work on the emotional level. So when I look at an oil, um, like we have this blend called On Guard. It's a mix of clove and cinnamon and wild orange and all sorts of wonderful things. But when you look at the emotional side of what each of those oils represents for like a spiritual perspective, it feeds all of those deficiencies, to boost the immune system. So it helps with um, supporting us from external pressures, that type of thing. Um, And our big go-to is always frankincense. Everybody always talks about frankincense as the big dog. Cellular repair and DNA repair is the name of the game on a physical level. But when we look on an emotional, spiritual level, frankincense connects us with spirit. It connects us with father. It, It gives us the sense that we're not alone. We're not down here by ourselves. I always tell the story of, you know, baby Jesus with frankincense, myrrh, and gold. And frankincense, when you look at the oils, you know it wasn't doTERRA oils that were brought to them. Obviously, it was resin or whatever. But the the properties of frankincense connecting us with spirit. And then myrrh, you can, I can bet you a nickel, you're going to come up with this one on your own. But myrrh connects us with mother. It connects us with Mother Earth. So like a symbolism thing. So when we're looking at the oils, because you're sick with the flu, we're always going to reach for that on guard. And most people that are savvy on the web are always going to reach for the frankincense. And I think the key is to know we've got to stop, we've got to get regrounded, we've got to get reconnected, get reconnected with source, know that we're not alone. You know, no matter how bad things seem in global affairs, we're not alone. We're absolutely divinely guided, and we need that support. And there's, you know, several other oils we can reach for, but time and time again, those are the ones that we go to. There's another one called Melissa, Simply Lemon Balm, but ours is a super high therapeutic yield. And when we look at Melissa, th- that's one that people call it kind of a, a, gold, a silver bullet, if you will. And when we look at Melissa, I'm flipping to my book so I don't misspeak here. Um, this is one that we reach for when people are like, seriously, like, uh, like suicidal, basically, uh, very low. It's the oil of light. And so it's all about, on an emotional level, you know, the, the feelings of despair, hopelessness, darkness, burdened, loss of will to live, overwhelmed. So when we look at what's going on on a planet, if we simply take a step back and we realize, once again, we're spiritual beings having a physical experience, right, how do we support the body? How do we support the mind? How do we support the spirit to keep on chugging, right? I think we're all so impacted um, emotionally by global affairs right now that it's literally knocking us down. And so these are tools that can support us. And, you know, I always bring in the nutrition and the other things. And I'm a huge fan of energy healing. But um, I hope that answered your question. In terms of what oils can support you and why. But if we always go to the emotional route first, um, the physical will get back into alignment. Does that make sense? I feel like I got a little rambly on you. No, that's perfect. Thank you. You're
1: welcome. Um, Thank you for your question, Scott.
2: Yeah, thanks, Scott. So, Scott, I know you have oils. so when you feel that scratchy throat come on, you know, you rub on the the on guard, you can take the frankincense internally. But we always want to um, go back to the intention of what we're doing and why and really appreciate and be grateful for the power of the oils to support the body and what it's designed to do. So it's not we don't want to say that we're treating something. You're really supporting the human body, the physical system, the spiritual system, with gifts from the earth that are given to us—it's a gift. And I just, I just sell them through a website. I'm just a facilitator. <laughs> I know the power of the oils, you know. and I am think you're a
1: little bit that. more than that, Sandy. I think you're <laughs> a little bit more than that.
2: <laughs> but you know, I see it for what it is. It's such a valuable tool, but it's it's something that's easy for mainstream. Um, society to grab onto, they're like, oh, mm-hmm. okay, I can use this for a cold. And it smells good. Oh, I just rub it on the bottom of my feet. But most people don't really understand the power of what they've got in their hands. And when they add in the power of intention, and we can add in the power of, of physical touch, you know, putting our hands on another human being's body and sharing our energy system, woo, that takes it to a whole nother level. And uh that's, that's where I focus.
1: <laughs> I just wanted to start my morning with a I to woo. I wanna be like Sandy. I gotta get that Sandy energy going for today. That's why I do my show at eight o'clock in the morning. Now, Sandy, I, I did it. say I did say earlier at the show that we got all day to talk to you, but really really we don't. So <laughs> we really <laughs> we don't. are coming. We really don't, you know, but I like to pretend sometimes be in this this world of illusion. But I have so many questions for you. We have about 10 minutes left, so I'm going to ask two questions in one and allow you to answer them however you like. The first question okay. is, you do so many different things. I would love you for you to expand a little bit on your groups, the different networking groups that you have. The other question I really wanted to have the opportunity to discuss during this hour with you and you mentioned it briefly, but can you talk a little bit about how important diet is to the energy and to the body and to the transitions and change it in, in the force field? Those are the two areas I specifically would love for you to cover today in 10 minutes.
2: Sure. Okay, so real quick, um I do uh, offer several different um events and and hopefully it makes more sense why. So I do this lunch bunch networking event. I believe that's where I met you um so it's yes. all about collaborating with other holistic healers because it's my belief that each of us may be an expert in one area, but if we really want to serve and support our clients, we need to give them you know a smattering of different uh, systems, because I may be able to get a person from A to you know L in the alphabet, but I need a massage therapist to come in, or I need an energy healer to come in, or maybe they need to do some past life work, that type of thing. So the Lunch Bunch is a monthly event that I host. And really what I'm doing is I'm connecting with all of these other people so that we can all cross-refer and support each other, and maybe I have a piece that one of their clients needs that they're not able to give. So it's it's creating that same community that I needed to keep myself alive, really, you know, and so I'm just duplicating that down and sharing that with people. So when I am working with clients, I'm like, okay, we're going to do this, but I want you to go see, you know, Scott for this and Sharifa for this and Renee for that. And so you've got a truly holistic approach to something. I I don't believe it's ever one thing that is a magic bullet that's going to save the day. I believe it's this combination of things to serve all of those areas, body, mind, and spirit. So um, in that same venue, we do the vendor blender. So it's the same thing as the lunch bunch where we all come together, share what we do, see how we can collaborate. But then we share products and services. So I swap. So I've got... Oils, like I'm ready for Armageddon. I got so many oils. And so, my passion and quest is to get it into other people's hands. Most healers, they understand the oils. When I can teach them about the emotional um, processes, then they're like, oh, that makes a lot of sense. Now I get it. And then they can use it as an effective tool in their practice and then there's the business side so I help people get those oils into their practices and and create another stream of income so that's a whole business thing and I'm a huge fan of residual income so I almost feel like sometimes I'm not hiding but boy I love leveraging doTERRA because I can accomplish all my other sandy goals and then make money too and have a really fun time (laughs) while I'm doing it Um, I do self-care workshops where um, I pull in these other healers that I've met. And so somebody might offer a meditation. Somebody might offer an energy healing. Somebody might offer, you know, something else. And then I pull out the oils, and then we have a healthy snack. Um, So I do lots of different events like that. And so people can jump on my calendar and kind of see what's going on. Sometimes I have a lot. Sometimes I have a little. I like to travel around with my family and friends. So I believe in balance. But check out the calendar, and you can see what we've got going on. From a nutritional perspective, um, Wh- we're, where's by the calendar? Sandy, it's on my calendar? website. Um, oh, okay. So Sandy <laughs> dot. Well, okay. What is it? Sandy Chastain, dot com. So Sandy com, And you'll see my face pop up and then you'll see a little butterfly, you know, click on our events, just click on there and you can see what I've got going on. And anybody that wants a class in a specific area, if you simply message me, I'll create whatever you want. So if you wanna learn about essential oils and emotions, let's make it happen. If you wanna learn about chakra balancing, Let's make it happen. You want to make green cleaning supplies and lower your toxic load. I can totally make that happen. That's all easy stuff. So I, just, I create classes on demand based on who wants what. But I always have my regular functions of lunch bunch, vendor blender, self-care. And then you can find me at you know different holistic health fairs, that type of thing. Or you can grab a slot on Zoom, and that works too. Um, from a nutritional perspective, I think the most important thing to understand is we really are spiritual beings in a physical plane. A um, hundred years ago, food was very, very different. Now it's extremely contaminated. We have all these processed foods. Most of what we eat isn't even really food anymore. And there's not a very high vibrational energy to it. And so this is why we want to reach for the organic, the grass-fed, the you know, non-toxic things, because we need that nutritional value on an energetic level every food has a vibration to it and so when we look at the the energetic tone scales if you will when you're in those lower emotions of shame fear guilt you can't really function um, as a human being you want to get up to that joy gratefulness happiness And so we can do that on an emotional level, but we can also address those issues on a nutritional level. So when we are eating organic, dark, leafy greens and happy animals that weren't tortured, you know, in the end of their life and um, cooking together and doing things with joy, you're going to increase the vibration of that food so that when we take it into our bodies it's going to have a much higher yield but if we're consistently eating processed foods low energy foods foods devoid of any nutritional value it's like you're going to have to do three times as much work on those other areas just to keep that vibration up so nutrition's a tool it's a vital tool and when we get the nutrition piece figured out and we get people eating you know fresh fruits and vegetables and you know healthy protein healthy sustainable proteins It's going to ramp up the vibrational energy in your body. And you're going to have so much energy, you won't know what to do. So that's kind of the nutritional piece. And I'm actually partnering with a functional medicine doctor that has a pretty cool program to help people um, relearn how to eat and, you know, cut out those processed foods, that type of thing. So I may start working there a couple of days a week supporting her. I think we can do some cool things together. But we really, we have to relearn how to eat and not, uh, be you know victims almost of the of the marketing and the social pressure to eat x y and z. When if we really get back in touch with our intuition, with what our body knows that it needs, it's going to serve the entire system. Does that make sense? That might it be a little It makes perfect out there. sense. No, no, oh, no. Well, nothing
1: you said today is out there. You know we're used to the woo woo. We're used. We're used to. The uh, wellness. So it's wonderful. I love it. I love your energy. Now, we have about a couple minutes, two minutes or so left of the show. I really would love for you, Sandy, to, again, give our listeners your website address, your telephone number, but also just quickly reiterate any points that you really want our listeners to take away from this show.
2: Okay. Well, thank you for that. Um, I think at the end of the day, it really is what my daughter said at the ripe old age of four. It's all a matter of getting <laughs> over the fear and learning how to love. If we can look at the physical body through a lens of energy, we want to get out of those <clears throat> those lower level vibrations and get up, 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 up into the higher ones. <laughs> and it doesn't matter if you're studying law of attraction or you know m- m- manifesting or whatever. When you're in those higher vibrations, that's where you're going to create that's where you're going to live your life to your fullest expression so that's the goal of just about any holistic healer no matter what their modality they're always going to want to get you up to that level so again looking body mind and spirit what are the foods you're eating how are you using your body what are your thought patterns Do we need to, um, you know, delete some old files in your subconscious mind so that you're not constantly being dragged down to those lower vibrations? And then spirit, do you have a spiritual practice? I don't care what it is, but are you connected to spirit, to source, however you understand it, and do you have a daily practice? That is key, you know, and when we have all three of those in balance, that's when we're going to thrive, not just survive, but thrive. So, again, my name is Sandy Chastine. I'm at 949 Four three nine seven seven five nine. My website is www sandy s a n d y chastine c h a s t e e n dot com. So I do have a huge business with DoTerra. I love the oils and I love how they. Uh, how the company, doTERRA, has a complete um, wellness spectrum. There's tons of holistic health coaches that are all partnering with doTERRA. So getting people off of fluoride, getting them on a supplement regimen, helping them make that connection between emotional and physical health. To me, that's the whole ballgame. So I love it. I love it, love it, love it. And doTERRA is just an easy platform. It's a vehicle for people to get well and um, create some residual income if they want to get out of that corporate job and to retire at a decent age both of my parents are still working hard in their 70s and it just makes me cringe oh, wow. i'm not interested in that i want to retire at 55 so i got seven years i can do it so you'll find me yes. leading wellness retreats in portugal or something i'll be out there
3: <laughs> <laughs>
2: i, I want to retire it. at 42 I I'm okay i'm gonna retire at yeah, 42 I have about a month.
1: A month to go. I got a month. I need to be retired in a month. I don't want to do anything. I want to just chill on the island. So, Sandy, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you for being a guest on today's episode of Sharifa AMA. We actually ran out of time. I have so many questions I want to ask, but thank you for being a guest on today's show.
2: Well, thank you. I appreciate the opportunity, and we'll do it again. How's that?
1: We will do it again. Fantastic for all of our listeners. We are here. Monday through friday eight a m time on AskSharifa.com. dot com